on the last episode of Succumbing the Galaxy. The group managed to talk to Beatrice and get some information out of her, having a brief conversation and hearing what she had to say. She heads off to her room while everyone goes to do their own thing. Meanwhile, while James is trying to explain what he went through and no one listened, there was one person who listened, a mysterious entity known as Darkness, his best friend. On the bottom hand of this situation on an unknown planet, the Cult of Miramoth begins planning their next move. Keep in mind, this one's also a short episode, so it's a little on the short side, due to the fact that there were technical difficulties at the very beginning, so what would have been an hour-long episode became 40 minutes. Apologies for that, it'll be back to the length of normal episodes next week, so stick around and enjoy the episode. So, is there anything else in the ship that you'd want to do, other than Eliza? No, no, not really. Okay. You want to do someone else then, since you 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 only lost on this one? No, I know what to do, but does any do any of the other characters have any ideas of the things they'd want to do in the ship right now? Uh, I mean, eventually James is probably gonna go talk to Beatrice and be like, "Hey, can you tell me what's been going on?" Okay. And Ray. Ray is um with his crystal ball and such. Okay. Using his crystal ball. You wanna go James first? Trying to then... communicate with his deity, so that could be funky. Oh yeah. Oh okay. You know, we'll do James first to give me some time to recuperate after all right, all right. because for some reason Fate does not want Vittenho to talk to Eliza. <laughs> I defy fate. I don't care. Yeah, you're not you're not the mic isn't fucking up now for some reason. It's determined. Okay. It's determined to work. So, James, we'll jump back to you real quick. I guess. And hey, James. At this, at this moment, we'll, it's right after, so you had just finished speaking with that weird, funky little fella. That pop- funky fella that we have no idea who he is. Yeah. Yeah? He sort of popped up for a moment and then... He's, our, he's our Fred Darkness. <laughs> yeah. You know, Darkness. The funky, fresh friend. So, yeah, you're in your room now. This figure is now gone, so what do you do? Not that I think about it. Go on. Just... I'm, I'm basically in a cold sweat right now, so... I... Uh, first, I'm gonna take like a minute or two to like, catch my breath and try to think clearly. Alright. And then after that, I'm probably going to head over to Beatrice's room. Okay. So, yeah, you take your moment and calm down. Assure yourself it's just an illusion. You I mean, can... I, I know it's not an illusion. <laughs> just, just for the just for the calm of mind, put it in the back of that brain. Forget about it. Yeah. So yeah, you ca- you calm yourself down, and now you head down to Beatrice's room where she's camping out for the time. She hasn't really done anything with it. She just sort of has. She's just sort of sitting on the bed and just looking at the. So it's like sitting on the bed and just looking towards like the little dressers that are in the room. Okay, so I'm going to give a polite knock on the door. She looks over the door, she's like, oh, come in. I uh, walk in and uh, I greet her and kind of just lean against the door, kind of still in thought. Oh, she looks at you, hello. 
good to see you again. Likewise. I was wondering if I could talk to you for a little bit. Oh, for sure. Take a seat. All the company's welcome. <laughs> okay, I'll go and take a seat in front of her and, uh... Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna stay quiet for a little bit because I'm still trying to get my thoughts in the process. Right. She's just sort of sitting there as well, just sort of waiting for any conversation. Not, not awkward at not, all. Not awkward at all. She's just sort of waiting. <laughs> so... What's up? Mm, not much, I guess. Some weird, some weird things <laughs> happened earlier. Well, yeah, I can, I, was... I can say the same, considering I don't know what happened. So you really don't remember anything at the last planet, huh? Not immediately, no. You don't remember uh, us having a little fight? A fight? What caused No. <sighs> do, you, do you remember being somewhere there was like a cult or something? That sounds familiar to that white room I was in. Mm. They all what? looked cult-like. My big question is, do you remember uh, someone named Marimar? At the mention of Marima, she sort of like holds onto her forehead for a second. Marima, that. Why does that ring a bell? Sorry. No, she's like, why does that ring a bell to me, Marima? I'm. I'm not sure who he is, but I don't know if I should be the one to tell you this because a lot of things have happened, and I don't want to freak you out. Well, that 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 alone makes me freaked out. Oh, James, you have I'm, quite I'm a way with this. women. Thanks. <laughs> well, what is it then? I'm not sure what happened, but from what I can tell, this Marimoth kind of brainwashed you. When you and I met, I'm not sure what you were doing there, but when you saw me... Can you hold on for a sec? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so. Your mic hasn't cut out at all, Vin. That's good. I think, I don't think it was because, like, we usually have one bot going. Since we had two, it was probably extreme. I really think I it's guess. a music bot, I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah, I believe that, but since we had two, I imagine it took, it, well, the strain was even higher than usual. Because we usually back. only have one. My stepdad heard me say, uh, I'm not so good at this, and he walked over and said, I know you're not good at this, but I'll teach you one day. Because <laughs> he wanted to, he was referring to sex. Oh, no! Right on, oh, yes. He's, I a, mean, he's a very bad person when it comes to that stuff. Right on Love time, that. isn't he? The, yeah. the timing. Go, go anyways, on, James. Anyways, where were we? Um, yes. Uh, oh, oh the, the good side of not having anyone in your family that speaks English. Ah. Uh, Quite the boon. Go on. Alright, yeah, keep going. Let's get the story going. When you and I met, we you kind of looked at me and tried to Oof. convince me to join with Marimoth. And when I refused, let's let's just say that you tried to kill me. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to go into any more details other than that, but let's just say I was able to survive, and hopefully you're no longer brainwashed. I don't feel brainwashed. I know where my faith resides, but that's horrifying. Yeah, 
Let's just say I was kind of surprised myself. The moment I get home, I'm gonna need my brother to perform, like, whatever, exorcism, whatever. Get whatever's in there out of me. Mm. That's actually something else I wanted to ask you about. What is it? Do you really want to go home? No. I don't. No? Is it the thought of being stuck in the library forever, or...? That's... You can see Beatrice or, like, grip onto her arm for a second. That's not my brother. Excuse me? I don't know why, but... I can... See it still vividly. He died. He should be dead. But he's not. Morgan should be dead? I was there when it happened. Details are kind of blurry, but I remember it. Next day, he just sort of came home like nothing happened. But things were different. He wasn't into his religious works. He wasn't into keeping up a library. He was different. That does sound like something serious. And you're absolutely sure about this. I'm certain something has to be up with him. So until I know, I'd prefer just to stay in this room on the ship. I understand that, really, you do. I promise I won't be a burden. I will keep to myself in this room, and if anyone needs their <laughs> religious faith, I can hopefully do something for them. Are you going to become a religious man, James? First off, stop talking out of character. <laughs> this is a yeah, okay, yeah. I'll just shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean by that? The spiritualism stuff. Uh, this just sort of what I do. It's how I was raised. Do you have like a some kind of holy power? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, call it a holy power, so to say. I have scrolls I can seal with. That's very interesting, actually. Well, That's... you don't have to. You don't have to feel like you're a burden or anything. If you want to, you can always come out and hang out with us. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, you're a part of the group now. Beatrice just sort of smiles a bit and is like, well, thank you, James. I give her a smile back before heading towards the door. If you need anything, let us know, okay? I will. Thank you once again. Of course. And with that, I uh, leave the room. Alright. Okay. We got that. Alright. So... We learned that Morgan might actually be who he is, and that uh, Beatrice may have some spiritual powers inside her. That's good to know. Alright. Vinho! You're finally up! <laughs> okay, let's try this again. So, okay, let's try this again. Vinho, you, in the middle of your driving shift, decide to get Tootsie to drive in your stead. Uh-huh. So now you have free time before you get to Rogbar to do whatever you want. Yes. So, what do you do? Uh, go, I'll go try again to talk to Eliza if my mic cooperates. Alright, so far it's cooperating. So far it's cooperating. You know, if we get to the, if we get to the planet, then that's okay, because we've at least got done the ship. <laughs> yeah. We can go for a bit since Evan's not here, I guess. We can go the full length, the full eight miles. All the miles, all 20 of them. All 20. Okay, so yeah, you head down to Eliza's room. Mm -hmm. Some deja vu, but you still do it. 
It's not like we tried running down the session, right? Running down this hey. before, like a few Is times. My because your mic my didn't mic cooperate. The fucking music fight. Not my fault. So you make Come it. On. Yeah, you make it down to Eliza's room, and she's just sort of hanging out in her room. She's got her desk and bedstands rearranged. Mm -hmm. You can see some ashes in like a bowl beside her bed, which immediately you know the only source of ashes would be the gut, the letter you gave her. Mm -hmm. And she's still just sort of sorting stuff, pushing desks around in her room. Sure, I'll, I'll knock on the door. You leave a nice little knock, she turns towards you. Oh! Hello there. Oh, hey, how, how are you? How are you holding up there? Oh, I'm, I'm doing alright. Uh, aren't you supposed to be driving the ship? Oh, Tootsie wanted to drive, so I just let him. Ah, never surprised yeah. me that a child he cat... He wanted to. That a child cat is able to pilot a ship so well. Yeah, maybe he has a uh, history of like, machinery and stuff. Well, considering he might be a scrapper like me, he might be. That is true. So, uh, what are you up to there? Uh, reorganizing my room. I realized I left my crowbar back on... Pro planet. Oh, oh yeah, you're, you don't have. I, I mean, I have a spare weapon if you want. But it's not the same. Yeah, that's fair. It's not the crowbar. Besides, do you want to go back? Yeah. Wait, wait. Were you just about to say, do you want to go back? <laughs> I mean, it's your, it's your crowbar. Maybe no. it's a, it's a thing. I don't know. Did you see it says the how same. they looked at us when we were leaving? <laughs> yes, you have a point. If my eyes deceive me, I'm pretty sure that guy tried to shoot a raven when we were leaving. You have a point. If we come back, we're gonna get a bull hole in the ship. <laughs> I guess. Anyways, what are you gonna do with all the crowbar, though? I can probably buy a new one. Fair enough. I, it can get some new wear and tear and become my new favorite. Besides, it doesn't have sure. those nifty slots like you guys got. Yeah, I, su I suppose you have a point, yeah. And getting some slotted crowbars. Slotted crowbars would be kind of wacky. Oh, that <laughs> me. are we gonna see those packages soon? Oh yeah. Um, you've got like. Let me pull up my sheet. You got 12 hours left for the package arrives. Oh okay. good. So it's gonna be arriving uh, this session. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, at I guess this point, Eliza's like, so uh, uh she looks around. Anyone else around the halls? I mean, uh, you might see me coming out of uh, Beatrice's room. Oh yeah. Is, is anyone else or is James here? What, what James you tell me? James just heading out of Beatrice's room at this point. Oh, well, can I see where he's going? Yeah, where are you going, James? I mean, I'm kind of just leaning on the door right now, kind of just recovering from that conversation. Oh yeah. Go to your room! I just gonna lean on the door, not go to my room. <laughs> Anyways. I guess I turn to him and say, oh, there's just uh, James on the leaning on the door to his room. Oh, look, it's a James. Okay, whatever. <laughs> She's like, alright, um, you know, I have something I want to show you. Sure. What's it's, up? It's back in, it's back in that dumb room again. No, it's fine. We can, we can go check it out. Do you want to follow me? Of course. Let's go. Alright. Love the yawn right into the mic, Amy. Thank you. You're welcome. So that's the point. Eliza heads out of the room. She gives a quick, a quick wave to James. Uh, I, I guess we wave to him as well. Don't bother showing me anything or anything ever. Bye. 
I didn't say that. I didn't say that in character. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that in character. You're like, do you want to come along? Like, excuse you. And at this point, she heads off, leading Vitno down the hall back to the arcade room again. Yeah, you know, hearing people screaming, the usual. Yeah, you're hearing the, uh, you're hearing the nice usual sounds, but you're not hearing the let's fucking go. Oh? At this point, you want, like, when you enter, you see Mario watching from behind as, like, the, as Basil, the big crow in the city, is playing Pong. Oh, oh boy. And I want Do, you to Can we hear a second? Let's fucking go. I want you to know, it's not a... It's not ping pong. Oh, I know it's pong. Yeah, the it's game. just pong. I know. Good. Oh, I thought for a second they were playing a different game. Finally. Oh no, they're still playing pong, but this one's different. This one's like pong, but there's like little circles that spin the ball in another direction if it goes near it. And also, there's a cat. Is there a cat on it? What the fuck are you talking about? There's no cat. It's extreme pong. <laughs> extreme pong. Basically, extreme pong. pong. Yeah, no, he's just playing it, and Mario's just like cheering him on from the back. He's like, go on, uh -huh. you got this, you got this! I'm oh, sorry, go on, you got this, you got this! Oh yeah, he's a British. Mario makes a friend. Let's fucking go! Let's a fucking uh, go! Oh god, let's keep going, please. Last no, please, yeah, please, please. Oh, I was like, let's keep moving. Yes, please. At this point, the door is still exposed. The wheel guy has moved his wheel to the side. Because he could just imagine him, he would still be needed eventually. That's fair. Eliza here at this point is able to get the door open now, now that it's not shut thanks to Vittenho's weird arm strength he had for that. I don't moment. know. I'm just very strong, I guess. I just do it. See <laughs> so yeah, now the door opens up and you can see you're back in this really unique technological room. Mm hmm. And you can All see. Right, we're you can see like the white room inside as well, which Eliza yeah. walks towards the door for that. Sure. She opened like at this point she opens it up and she's like, "Could you step inside for a second? Well, of course. I go inside, I guess. As soon as you enter, the door slowly shuts behind you. Oh Jesus! And you can see like the open, huge canvas that is this room. A little gray circular area in the middle, but you can see the window she's looking into. I guess I wave to her then, like, oh. She gives you a brief wave, and then she presses a button. Oh no. Just wait here really quick. You can hear, like, okay. her voice boom through an intercom. Can the, is it, am I able to answer, or is it, like, soundproof, I guess? You can try speaking to her. Uh, okay, I just say, okay, I'm ready for whatever, I guess. She gives you a uh, thumbs up for a second. Looking around okay. on, uh, looking around at different buttons, she presses one. Hoping to turn the system back on, which after mm. pressing the button, all the players can, like, both Ray and James can hear this air conditioner turn back on again. Uh. And James, as you're out in the hall, you can hear the initial boot up sound coming from the arcade room. She locked the door, right? Behind her? Yeah. Okay. It's still loud as fuck. <laughs> it's fine. Why are you screaming? I'm kind of just going to walk over to the arcade now. You can just like peek in, be like, "Go play with the wheel." Here. Yeah, so you can see. No, I'm not gonna play the wheel. <laughs> so you can. You, I you mean, can, not right now. Please. As I say, you can play it if you want. But yeah, you, know, you can. I broke it. <laughs> you can see the 
Like there's a window inside which the glass was the wheel was covering before. Which you mm-hmm. can see from where you're standing, Eliza and Vittenhoe in that room testing something out. Wait, you can see it? I thought the door was locked. There's a window. Oh, okay. That's what the wheel that's what the wheel be covering. Oh, okay. I thought we discovered the door. I didn't know it had a window. I didn't get in I didn't get in full details of what this place about that place had, and I feel bad about that. Oh, it's fine, don't worry. Come yeah, on. no, James, you can see this window which Eliza and Vittenhar are standing inside of. There's okay, also a door gonna, which is shut. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the window and kinda of peek in. Okay. Oh give me a second, my phone's buzzing. I need to put it on do not disturb. Oh no, it's a computer. There we go. Alright. So yeah, James, you walk up to the window and you can see you're able to see Eliza messing with this console, and you're able to see Vidinho standing inside this white room like a like a child at an amusement park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess sure. I'll just wait for one of them to see me and be like, "What's going on? <laughs> hey, yeah, you guys, no, what's here? What's going on?" Vittenho, I just see you, Vidinho. Yeah, you see, you see James sort of looking in. And you have that brief <laughs> moment of looking at each other. Just, uh, just absolute silence. Like, just like dot, one, dot, one, dot. one raised eyebrow. Like, mm. I have a gif for that for that exact moment. Oh no! Wait, is this, is this the one? Two. Hold on. Yes, it is. Oh no! Huh? I see. You. <laughs> Hi, I see you. That's basically it. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Yeah, oh, you two, you two, one. you two have eye contact. You're seeing each other now. <laughs> uh huh. And Eliza realizes that you have eye, you're making eye contact with someone, so she turns around. Oh, it's James. Oh, it is. She Let's gives you. <laughs> she gives you a nice little wave, and then she opens up the door for you. Come in, come in. I okay. I'll walk into the room, and it's like, the heck is all this? I have no Don't idea. Don't worry about it. It, it's things and, uh, and stuff. I found it whenever you guys were down on Talcor and I thought of messing around with it. But I didn't really have time since we hit the crow planet there. Yeah. Well, I have some news of my own as well. Oh, let's hear it. I kind of I, I kind of look over at Vin at this because it kind of concerns him a bit more than Eliza, but She's not, like, not, to be rude or, not to be rude or anything. She's like, oh, no, don't worry. I can convey this too. She presses the little intercom button again. Alright, Vittenhoff, oh, yeah. now here. Oh, I'm, I'm Harry. What's up? So, it's about that Beatrice woman we picked up. Yes? I've, we were eventually gonna bring her back to her brother, but I don't think that's such a good idea anymore. I mean, I, did, I didn't sense a hostile air around, no, around the not, whole conversation. It's not that. Beatrice says that her brother died. That sounds strange, to say the least. He looks very much alive. That's what I'm thinking too. Why is he alive if she says that he's dead? Oh, maybe we should look into that. I think we should definitely. We can, we can go but for now, I, I think we now we need to keep Beatrice safe. I've no, I've yeah. no, from the way well, I've been talking to her, I think she may have some hidden spiritual powers. Hmm. Yeah, let's keep an eye on her. That's the best course of action. Yeah. <clears throat> well, okay. So what's going on here? So, no idea. Eliza's like, yeah, Vittenho and I discovered this just before the Crow Planet, but 
this seems to be a simulation room, so to say. Simulation? You mean like playing something tricks our minds or something? I'm thinking like battle combat. Battle Oh, battle. training. Yes, training. Makes sense. Are you saying that we could fight something in here? Yes, that's what I wanted to check to see if this whole thing worked or if it needs any fine-tuning. Yeah, we're gonna give this a try. Well, I'll be a test puppet for you if you want. Okay. I'm already here. She's like, alright, so I'll... Oh, should I, should I grab Ray for this, or would you two be fine alone? Uh, I mean, if you might want to, like, contact him if he wants to, but... Okay. Right. Oh boy. I'll go get him real quick, but first, you. if you could just enter the room real quick, then we can get this all figured out before I go. I kind of look over at Vitino and be like, lead the way, like, I have no idea where oh, to go. I'm, I'm already in the room. So Vitino, there's, there's like two Vitino, rooms. Vitino, yeah. just open the door. Like, come on I just in. open the door. Like, I don't need to leave the way. The door okay, is open. I, I'll walk into the simulation room, I guess. Good. Then I close the door, I guess. So, Eliza wants huh. to look at the panel for the simulation real quick. Messing around with the keyboard to try something. She uh -huh. manages to get something. You just, in like the room with the intercom all set up, you still hear a loud. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were in Organization 13 call. <laughs> I'm like, damn. It's like, damn, so you type fast. You're good at this. She's like, all right. I believe this should work. Okay. And inside the simulation room, you see like the little scape around you form into like a little arena. What the? You can still, in the middle of this arena, you can still see the window where Eliza's able to peek in at you. Oh, okay, that's cool. But it looks very, it looks very real. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and she's like, all right. Now let me test this out, and with another enter she presses to see what will happen. Let me just open my monster manual again. The monster mash! He did the mash! It was a big mash! Oh, <laughs> Frankenstein and Bobby were there, while Medusa fed some mice to the snakes in their hair! Frankenstein had a gun- wait, Frankenstein and his gun- Whoa, I fucked it up! Wait! With the simulation yeah. testing, Dan, before you drops what looks to be, what looks to be just like a casual-looking cat, but not like no, it's a cat. not your run-of-the-mill cat. Like uh... sort of like a cat folk, like Tootsie is, but this one is tall. As tall as the villager cat or the shop owner cat? As tall as the shop owner cat. Yeah, here is a image of him. I'll send to you two. Sure. That is a tall cat. So yeah, he's standing there performing the simulation. He's got orange fur, wearing a blue shirt with like a purple necklace on. Uh-huh. Nice bright beige pants. He's got a little mouse in his pocket. And Eliza mm -hmm. looks to you, she's like, let me know when you're ready and I'll press this green button here, okay? Okay, I should be ready. I, I take out my sword and kind of just relax my muscles and get ready. <laughs> yeah, I have my katana on hand. Okay. She presses the green button and you can see the the data of the cat get into a battle position. Let me see if now that I can work with the bot. Just to just, just, just try. Before before we hop into that battle though, 
I'll hop myself over to Ray in case Ray actually wants to join. Fair. So get your... Oh, if you want, you two can think up team... Uh, I will introduce this now. I am introducing team attacks. Raw! Oh, shit! Raw! There, the, the upside, you both get to attack at once and deal... Let's say you're using two different weapons, you get to use deal both those weapon damage. However, if you do a team attack, your usual turn does not pop up on the initiative for the remainder of that turn, but comes back next turn. Mm. As you'd be acting Whoa. together. It's attacking... If you were later on the initiative, you'd be attacking early. I see. So we have the players... Wait, when that happens, do we, like... When the turn goes to the next one, does it return to original order, or do we have to roll to get back in? No, you don't have to roll to get back in. It's, it's It goes back to the original order. Woo. Okay, so Ray, you're just sort of looking into the Vibing. crystal ball again. What? You're looking into your little crystal ball again, you said? Yes, I'm like, the lights are dimmed, the candles are on, I'm looking to my own crystal ball, and I am communing with the gods. Okay. Do you want me to send you their names and please stuff? Send, because send like your gods. I would like to know your gods so we can talk about them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, ah. Yes. Please. Yes. Oh, wait, no. That's yes! Yes! I mostly go for the God of Fire, because I'm a Pyromancer. Bedzits? Okay. Oh, no, Bedzits. Oh, those, cool, those are some cool gods. Right. So, yeah, you're trying to channel Bedzots right now to communicate. Yeah. And what is it that you're trying to communicate? Um, I'm just going for a general chat, my dude. Okay. You yeah, know, we're going for some advice. So, yeah, you're I guess. You channel you channel enough to go for a general conversation. Yo, what's up? Uh uh not much. Um been a long time. Indeed it has. Um well Um uh a very awkward, Ray. Listen, out of character. Uh <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Amy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think far um, ahead either. Talking about gods, and you say, "Hey, what's up?" I guess Ray uh, is like explaining the situation, and he's like, um, so, "So, where's my fam?" Oh, of course, your fam. Have you seen them? Like, Indeed. what happened? What the hell is happening? Your family. Like, uh... Are they in another dimension? Are they on another planet? What's going on? I have no clue. Well, they're out there. I can feel them. Right. Good. Where are you headed um, to right now? Uh, some planet. That is Rogmar, um, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, why am I on this path? Like, um, I just kind of woke up one day and it, now I'm here. You're on it because... And at that moment, Ray, oh boy. those senses sort of shut off for a moment. Uh-huh. You're still in your room, but it sort of feels like a little bit of a darker blue hue. Oh, no. Because you're important, Ray. Important to me. This voice comes from behind. Like, behind you, when you're near your door. I'm going to take one of my daggers and fucking throw it at whoever's behind me. <laughs> little paranoid, are we? <laughs> 
Alright, so yeah, you take out your dagger and you throw it, and looking back, you can see a red-robed figure standing there. The figure sort of tilts its head out, tilts its head for a bit to let the dagger hit into the wall. My, my, my dear brother is ever so aggressive. Brother? I don't have a brother. Now you do! Oh, how the mind plays tricks on you. Wait, who the fuck are you? Get out of my fucking ship, bro! You don't... Well, first of all, not your ship, but... Of course it makes oh. sense you wouldn't recall. Uh, recall what? I grew up with my band. My band, I, I, my boy! I never had a brother. I never met a brother ever in my fucking life. Who the fuck are you? At this point, the road... I'm actually gonna get you to do a history check real quick. Okay. History is intelligence. Intelligence is zero. Not zero, but like my- the thing that I add. Six. I don't know who the fuck this man is. Yeah, He's first, just in my house. Of course you wouldn't know who he was. Get you out did, of my house. You didn't know who he was on Legacy whenever he pointed you out as a performer. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know who the fuck he is. Who, who the fuck are you? He looks to you, he's like, it makes sense that you wouldn't remember. We haven't even remember met, what? but... Well then how the fuck do I how? At this point, the figure now takes off his hood before you. Of course, you have no idea who this person is. You've never seen him before in your life. <laughs> Dude, my mom would never, like, abandon a child. Um, Not your mother. Your father. My dad left when he was, like, like, I, I don't even know when I, how old it was. Anyway. Say, so this robe is now gone and, like, the hood is down and it's off the body and you can see dark brown hair on this figure with more of a light a light colored dark elf face with some bright freckles mm. eye color that's regular what the heck does regular mean white yeah like blue white white seclara How... a yellow iris that that's not regular regular's like brown i meant the seclara <laughs> with the program Okay, fine. This person before you two has like sort of a black undershirt on as well, with the red, all with right. another red undershirt over top, with a blue hoodie over it. All right, all right. Nice blue faded jeans and some black shoes. Around his neck as well appears to be the same. No, you weren't there actually, so you don't know what it is. Around his oh? neck appears to be a necklace that you don't recognize. It has. Faint, faintly colored wire around it with a triple needle-looking symbol with holes going through it. Yeah. At this point, he just he says, "You're rather aggressive. I will say that much." I try not to be. It's just that's the one breaking and entering. I'm not breaking and entering. I'm in here. And he points to his head. So you're hallucination. Well, yes, but I'm real, but in actuality, I'm getting a hold of you this way. I'm trying to get in contact okay. with you. Okay, so I'm going fucking crazy. It's a little bit like that. Okay. Bye, voice in my head, and then Ray walks past. Wait, you're really going to just walk away from this? Yeah. If I'm going to be a freaking schizo, then I'm going to ignore it. Then what the heck are you? I'm 
trying to get a message to you. You clearly have the dumb bitch genes from your mother. Oh! I will have you know that my mother graduated horror. from one of the top schools for entertainment at the top of her class. Entertainment in a good way or entertainment in the whore way? Oh! All across the galaxy with our band and we make tons of money, my dude. Honey, listen. That didn't stop Aether from walking out on you, however. Who? Before he fades off and this communication is cut off, he just says, You're old man. My dad died. <laughs> I just said the communication was cut off, so it's like Eliza's walking down the hall to go get Ray, and Ray's standing there in the hall. My dad died. Oh, and that's the and only sentence Ray goes... spoke out loud. And then he just goes back to like, well, I'm not getting into that. Eliza's like, uh, uh, I, I am sorry to hear that, Ray. Oh, oh, don't worry. This was, that was, that was years ago. Uh, what, what? Um, you know, my, my dad, my dad left. My dad's probably dead too, so dead dad can, dead dad solidarity. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, sorry, sorry about your dad. Oh, sorry about your dad. Yeah. Dads um, can be loud sometimes. I came to get you, actually, for something. What's up? So I found a funny little simulation room, and uh -huh. Bitmo and James are in there testing something, and, you know, if you want any, you want to help them out. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Uh, let's, let's forget this conversation never happened, and you can just follow me like this didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, let, let's do that. Eliza <laughs> awkwardly and skimbishly walks forward a bit, a bit, a bit at a faster pace at this point. A bit like, uh... <laughs> yeah, right, right, just kind of like, <laughs> like, walks along. And yeah, you enter the arcade room, right, for the first time. This is your first time seeing Mario in, like, almost two days. <laughs> you see the, you see the other crow? The crow, the other crow, he looks at you. Who's this broad? Other crow? What other crow is there? Basil. Yeah, I know, but like... I said other crow as a joke. Oh. Oh, you... did you did you transform he back did. yet? He did, he did. That's why I, I did. said other crow I did. as a, like, a little joke. Mm. Yeah. I, I... Yeah, no, Eliza escorts you over. She's like, alright, here's the, uh... Here's the simulation room. Alright. Ray she... walks in. Yeah, she opens the... <laughs> she opens the door! Hopefully Ray not banging into the door. <laughs> Bonk. No, no, I was just picturing Ray just like, just like, yoinks it open. Yeah, Ray just- At that point, you basically just see James and, uh, Vincenzo just talking about random things, like, trying to make it like counter moves or something. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, Ray, you, ent you, rent you enter into this arena- you enter into this simulation, and we can see a little arena-type area's been generated. Uh, you can see the glass window. As you enter, and you can see where James and Vinton are standing, and there's a tall cat <laughs> waiting, with two daggers in hand. Hello, what's up? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Just... <laughs> it's all right. Oh, we're just really caught up with this whole simulation thing. Yeah. What is it? Like, what is it other than simulate? Uh, apparently, sure. it's going to be simulating a battle. Oh, lovely. Yeah. 
I guess we're gonna be fighting this dude person guy? Cat? Yeah, okay. we're gonna fight this cat thing. By the way, off character, uh, can you mention like team attacks? Can you do team attacks with three people? Yeah. Triple oh. threat! Raw! Let's go! Triple finish! <laughs> with our Pokemon. <laughs> Alright, so are you gonna. Yeah, no, this cat, he's waiting there ready for you once you enter the battle. Alright, I'm gonna enter the battle. Oh fuck, okay! <laughs> oh fuck. Make that decision for everyone! Ray enters. Okay. No, 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 very. I think we need to know about, like, combo attacks. Like, do we still have, like, roll the hit and stuff? Yes. That but it's sense. a general roll the hit from the one who's initiating it. Oh, so only okay. one for throws, okay. Yeah. So, like, if I'm the one that's initiating it, it would be using my dexterity, not Vitino's dexterity. It would use the higher. Okay. Oh, that, that's fair. So let's say Vittenho would have three dexterity and you have one, it would go with the three. I have four, but yes. Oh, hell yeah. I have, I have that was just hypothetical. Dexterity. Okay, are you guys Let ready? me try putting the music plot going. Oh, I, ha I have a song. Oh, okay. But if you okay. want to get a song, you can play it. I would think that would Vittenho's me choose. Yeah, well, let me see if I can find something. If you're still looking for something, I got one. What's what's the DD you have in mind? I just have. I just got. I don't know. I can't read it. Play. It's another language. Right? <laughs> let me see if this is the. Yeah. Well, once you guys are ready, once the music is playing, since since we got that, uh, we have that, we have that relaxation now to let the music play for a moment. Since it's not like 10.30 and it's a battle starting. We're totally gonna level up with this. Eliza says, You know, since there are three of you in there, I may up the ante a little bit to make it a fair battle. 